We are now in the Mishnah Yomi starting the 10th parak of Shvit with a bit of a change of pace. So the first Mishnah in the 10th parak reads Shvit Mishametet et Hamilva Bishtar Vishalobishtar. Shmita year cancels out a loan, whether that loan is written in a formal document or without a document, an oral loan. We'll see that Shmita cancels out at the end of of the sabbatical year, the end of this year, all of the loans are canceled. Hakafat hechanut ena But a line of credit, hakafa's credit, like a line of credit in the store, is not canceled out. This is not considered a loan. It's simply a line of revolving credit. And you, you know, you go to the store, you go to the makolit on the corner, and you get what you need, and he puts it on your tab. It's like having a tab. Imaso milve. But if the shopkeeper added up everything you owe and said, listen, it's, you, you got to pay me back now, so he's making it a loan, so if the creditor does make it into a formal loan, it is canceled out by Shemitah. What Rabbi Yehuda is saying is the first purchase become would be can the earlier purchase would be canceled out because every time someone makes a new purchase the shopkeeper effectively is saying well the previous purchase is now due as a loan so for instance somebody went in on monday and made a purchase so fine the shopkeeper is extending credit but someone goes in friday or shabbos and makes another purchase so what he bought on monday is now considered due and past due and it's considered a loan according to Rabbi Yehuda. And if Shemitah then comes, then that previous purchase is going to be canceled out by Shemitah. Mission continues, Schar Sochir, wages to a worker, Eina Mishamet. They're not canceled out. You know there's a mitzvah in the Torah to pay your worker. But again, V'im Aso Milva, Hareze Mishamet. But if somebody added up what, the, what he owes the worker, and the worker says, listen, you, you owe me the money now, then that's converting it into an oral loan, and the end of the Shemitah year will cancel it out. Rabbi Yossi Omer, kol So he says wages for work that ends in the Shemitah is canceled out. So for instance, if someone hired a contractor to do work on the house or a worker to produce something for him, and that work is finished during the Shemitah year, but not paid. Once it's finished, it's converted to a loan and it comes due. So then at the end of the Shemitah year, it would become canceled out. Rabbi Yossi continues, If it doesn't stop during Shemitah, it's ongoing work, it's not canceled out. Some of Forshim say Rabbi Yossi is referring to is agricultural work that would violate the rules of Shemitah. For instance, you hired someone to plow your fields that has to stop during Shemitah. So then if you'd owed him the money for that, it would get canceled out. But work that can continue during Shemitah, it's sort of an ongoing project. It's not due yet. It wouldn't be canceled. The Mishnah base is a really interesting case. And you should know as backgrounds that Rosh Hashanah, we always have as two days. But there's a reason we always have it as two days. Because originally Rosh Hashanah was really one day. But the problem with that is if the Adim come too late in the day, and people are going to come to make a mistake in which day is really Rosh Hashanah. So we always have two days of Rosh Hashanah, even in Eretz Yisrael. So what happens here in Mishnah Beis? A shochet et a para, ve'chilke be Rosh Hashanah. 
a butcher slaughtered a cow and divided it up among the customers on Rosh Hashanah, on the first day of Rosh Hashanah. So basically, he's selling them the meat. They're not paying him yet because it's Rosh Hashanah. But again, they owe him the value for the meats that he's divided among the customers. If the Chodesh, the last month of the year, meaning Elul is Me'ubar, which usually means pregnant, here means a full month of 30 days, not merely 29 days, then what happened was he's divided up this meat, effectively sold the meat of this cow on the last day of Elul, and the next day is the first day of Tishrei, even though it's the second day of Rosh Hashanah. So that loan came due. And then the next day, the, the first day of the eighth year, cancels out that loan. Ve'imlav eno meshamet. And if not, if Elul was not me'ubar, the last day of the, of the last, sorry, the last month of the seventh year was not me'ubar, it was a 29-day month then the Rosh Hashanah was actually the first of Tishrei, and this division and sale of meat happened on the first of Tishrei of the eighth year, so a loan, uh, a financial obligation that starts in the eighth year is not canceled. Now, there's some other kinds of special debt that are also not canceled by Shemitah. Ha'onis v'mefateh shemra. This is if a man uh, violates, God forbid, a woman or seduces her. There are penalties for that, and he can be forced to marry her if the woman agrees to it, to lock him down, you know, if he was, you know, pro- making promises he didn't intend to keep there for marriage. Hamotzi Shemra is a man who, after he marries his wife, spreads a rumor that she was not as she claimed to be. The Kolmaise Bezdin and other fines that are the result of a court imposing them, these are not canceled out by the end of the Shemitah year because these are not loans. These are judicial, uh, judicially imposed fines or Torah-imposed fines. Somebody who lends on a mashkon, on a collateral, on an item that can be collected by the lender if he's not paid back. Somebody who gives his star, his his contract, his loan document to the court to allow them to collect it, Anon Mishamtin. These debts are not canceled because these are now not personal debts, but they are debts that are secured by collateral, or they are debts that have been given over to the court. And the the command of Lotigos of don't press your creditor after Shemitah to pay back the loan does not applies to individuals, but not to the court. Shkoyach Rabosai.